I'm just I didn't raise him like this. I don't know what he get it from, you know. Watch everybody. Listen to young Kevin. Marty, I'm ten years old and now you're a f Yeah, I got a bad mouth and my mom spanks me. But I'm into that. Spank me harder, mommy! They call me the chupacabra cause I'll f you dry. Marty, my grandpa just died. And I'm looking for a new granddaddy. So Marty, if you want this, you can be my new granddaddy. Marty, I got a girl pregnant, I punch that in the stomach. You know why? Because there can only be one bed. Here, and that's me, Maury. I lost my virginity when I was four years old, and it was with consent. One time, my mommy forgot to give me lunch, so you know what I did, Maury. I went to an old guy's house, I them off, and I got Subway. What's up? This one time, he a man because he told him that he'd give him Subway. Oh my god, I'd I, I be finding the most, right? Uh. Come on, Mikey, we haven't done this in a while. Let's do it. Come on, Mikey. Hold on. Wait, what are we doing? Dude, cut the promo. Come on. Oh, shit, you didn't prepare me. I'm too high for this, bro. Come on, man. Um, shit. Um. <laughs> Damn, yo, you caught me off guard, bro. I'm not, I'm not promo prepared, bro. It's too early in the morning. I'm too high, bro. I'll get the next time. The next time, I, I have a promo first. Nah, well, I we promise. Music break. Nah, you got the break. Huh? You said I got to the end of the music break. You got till we, when we come back from the music break later. Okay, okay. I have one by that. That's fair. Cause it's only you and me today. Cause we're back. Yo. Yo. What the fuck is good? This is Welcome to the Rather. I am Ivy, and you are. The one and only Hill Classic. What's good? Yo, it's been a while since we're here. Yo, it has been. We took a little break. A little break, a little longer than we expected, but a break. I mean, yeah, we did. It was hot. It was the holidays, and then shit just kept shit just kept happening. I I wound up getting sick. I'm still low key sick, but I ended up getting sick, and, and now you know I, I'm feeling a little better. So I was like, yeah, we could do it. Um, me, I actually took the break more for mental reasons because I just right. honestly couldn't deal with a lot of things. Um, right. Like, you know, um, so for, I guess, our listeners here, um, back in November, my brother, uh, Jimmy, passed away. So this made the second brother. I ended up having two bury um, in, a, in, less than a year. in less than a year. Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe with everything that also happened with the pandemic and with life, I just got to the point where I tried to overwork myself yeah. and it didn't help me. And then it, I burned out and it just got to the point where 
Ramon was taking me home after the funeral. And I just broke down crying because I couldn't really deal with shit. Like, and that was the first time I really cried since everything happened. So I'm here having a fit in the car and it's literally draining my entire like body. Yeah. You know, and I'm just noticing like different shifts of energy than people that we thought honestly were there for us. And then yeah. while I, while I was going through all of this, it was just like a giant fuck you. Yeah. Um, so it was just making my mental more fucked up. And you know, and then you just had people like fucking being ignorant saying, yo, I really don't give a fuck that your brother died essentially, but can I come on the show? And I'm like, what? Yeah. You know. And then it's just like when people tell you, you gotta be the one to hold it down, but you wanna really just go and you wanna slap everyone because they're being fucking stupid. So fat. You know, so it was just like and I just, I was saying, like, for you and Sweat and Monk to do the show for the last few weeks without me, I would have just... Nah, but we needed, we needed the break, too. I think everybody was just kind of going through shit um, around the same time. I think just shit just happened, life got in the way and shit like that. I think we all kind of needed... Something had to give, you know what I'm saying? And being that the opportunity was for us to take a break at Welcome to the Real Zone, I think that we all decided to take that. Because there has been a much needed like like time off like shit like that like I, everybody was able to kind of do other things and not have to worry about uh being at home at eight o'clock or or whatever the case is on a tuesday um so no nah, it was cool it was cool but now we're back and mikey want mikey says we could record into the new year yeah i'm down for it i'm down for it you go with that i don't bitch? have nothing I don't have nothing going on um besides work, so yeah, I don't have no problem. Oh man, um, but speaking of other projects that we had been doing while we were gone, um, Razone got its first event of the new year coming up. Where's my flyer? Um, the Big Dreams concert. Uh, we are partnering up with Rockview Black Widow. Um, and TitanOfRap.com. We're coming back to the Shillelagh Tavern. Um, artist, if you decide you want to perform, it comes with playlisting opportunities, um, networking opportunities, radio opportunities that are DRT certified. Um, if you do not know what DRT cer- certification is, it's when you get paid to be on the radio and have your music spun on the radio. Please look into it. Talk to those people that could actually motherfucking help you. Okay, stop acting like you know it all. Oh, yeah, we lost a lot of people from our our team because we saw people knew it all. But let's not talk about that. Um, But if you want to sign up for the Big Dreams concert, come go to our link in, in the, our bio or hit us up at ivproductionsnyc at gmail.com. You know, Mike is going to be there judging, you know. I am. I don't know. Do you want to just come there and come chill? That's on a, on a Sunday? That is a Saturday. What is, you said that's the 15th? Si, senor. So Martin Luther King would be that Monday? Yes. I might go pull it. I might go pull it. What time it starts? Six-ish. 
Alright, I might I might have to take that day off then. For that. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Okay. So though, what did you think of that sketch though? Yo, it was it was hilarious. Cause at first I didn't know what was going on. And then when dudes started coming out and he started acting like like somebody on Mori, that shit was hilarious, okay. And then a lot of it a lot of it was I want to say like adult humor or adult jokes, but not in like like a sexual way. Like more like some of the references you you would you wouldn't get that if you were a kid watching that. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't understand that as an adult. Like some of the references was was hilarious. Like when he said, "Um, I'm like a chupacabra. I suck you dry." And as a kid, I guess a kid like a teenager or whatever, I would I would have never got that. Would have never got that. But as an adult, that shit was hilarious. Like, I was like, oh, that's clever as hell. So that shit was funny. Now, it was, it was real funny. I definitely got it. So that sketch was current, was courtesy of the Kevin Envy show. And we are actually having him in the building with us today, talking to him about his social media influencing, his podcast, his music, and a lot, a lot of pizza. Okay. So, um, we're going to get into the first track, which is called Envy. Um, he's an EDM producer. So, I'm very excited for this. This is Envy from Kevin Envy. Love me or hate me, you're still going to Envy. All right, Mikey, now promo, promo, promo. Oh, you talking about this music break? I thought you were talking about the next one. You, you, you had time. I got to do a promo right, right now. Do it hey, all right, give me the, ne- the next one, the next one. Fine. The next one. But we here. Woohoo! With hey! <laughs> Hi guys. What's going on, bro? What is going on? What did you guys think? I love it. Honestly, I was, I like the aesthetic of it like when you had the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, I like that visual. I like those visuals. I I'm not I don't listen to EDM, so I, I don't know what to compare it to. It sounded good though. Thank you. It's, I was bopping. I was I was bopping to it, so you know it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like I didn't disconnect. So okay, awesome. that, I for that, at least for that, you know. In the gym. Oh, like listen. Yeah, you know what? I probably would. Play, I probably would play like something like that in the gym, like an EDM shit or something like that in the gym. Not knowing really what's going on, just <laughs> playing it, just for the you know the sounds. You know what I'm saying? But. I appreciate it. And let me just start off by saying thank you so much for having me on your platform. And I'm sending you your condolences for your brother. I'm very sorry that happened. Thank you. Um, but I'm sending love your way. Thank you. Um, yes, sir. Well, we are glad that our first episode back, um, we have someone is very positive and very full of life. Like Facts. Uh, you your know, energy is dope, for real, for real. You know, it's something, honestly, we need sometimes, like, because you, nothing, our, our other guests don't have good energy, yeah. but you kind of just, like, really shine. Yeah, they, you know, your energy, people's energy radiates just off of just how they appear, or how they, you know what I'm saying? And, like, a lot of times, I'm not saying that everybody's energy that we deal with is, is 
positive, but you could always feel that if they're going through something or, or they're feeling something, so that kind of radiates throughout, you know, the room, even if they're not trying to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like you're not trying to radiate positive energy, but that's just, we can tell that's who you are, so it radiates through, you know, we feel that, and it's the same thing. So you know, I, I feel like I get that more often than not. I think the, the last time I, I like really had like the super positive energy with somebody was with the um Shorty the African uh uh that does the African, the one from Ghana that we just interviewed. Oh, yeah, coma. yeah, she was her energy was off the wall, off the charts. Like that's why those those make for good interviews. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Like that, well, I'm, and happy, that was, I'm happy I like radiate positive energy. I do feel like I am a very optimistic person in general. Yeah. And even though like I get put in like horrible situations, sometimes I feel like I just, I really do try to look at the positive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's dope. Looking back at that Mari video, I was like a completely different person. It's so weird yeah. how like, life works. Cause like that was, I think that was like four or five years ago. Oh. I was like a little kid, you know? I mean, you yeah. were like 25. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I was like 21. Well, I'm yeah. a 25 forever, so I'm going to stay 25. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I think I was like 20, 21 when I did that video, but still, like, you're still like discovering the world. And um, I just like, even though I was like really goofy back then, I want to be as goofy now, but I feel like I'm maturing in a way. Yeah. For those that don't know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. Could you, you know, just like um, Live Johnson, like we call him a jack of all trades. You also are your own essential jack of all trades yourself. Awesome. Well, my name is Kevin Black. I go by Kevin Envy. And I... Started off on MySpace. I was nine years old, and I was just talking shit. Are we allowed to cuss here? Yes, go ahead. Okay, okay. So I was just, like, talking shit, nine years old, cursing people out, and people loved it. So people kept following my page. I think it was, like, friending my page at the time. So, like, I kept getting more and more friends, and it went from zero to 10,000. So I would just post anything, and they were just, like, in love with it. So then when MySpace died, they followed me on Twitter. Then it went on Instagram, and they just kind of, like, flow. It just, like, kept flowing around. So, um, I've always been into music, but in the sense of, like, I'm not trying to be... Like, I know I can't sing. I know I really can't rap. But what I do know I can do, I can get a, st- a song stuck in your head. So, my perspective with music is I want to be a one-hit wonder. I want to have that one song... Where it's just like engraved in your head, and then I can retire from music. Yeah, I care. Yeah. Like, once I get that one song, I'm good. So that's kind of how I started music. But in general, myself, I am a writer. I love writing movies. I love writing scripts. I love writing um, music. I just really love writing. And right now, I'm currently, I wrote a couple movies, but I'm currently working on the remake of Grease. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Grease. With John Travolta? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we are fighting for the rights to bring it into Miami. It's called Grease 305. 
So it's bringing Greece, but in Miami, bringing diversity, spice. So that's currently what I'm working on, film okay. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. So that's just a little bit of who I am. Where did, where did the social media influencing come from? Because it shows here, like, you've also worked with OkCupid, Persona... I'm also. I also have your your resume hooked up to my TV. Like, oh, <laughs> like so, thirty k following on Twitter, twenty six thousand on Instagram, and ten thousand on TikTok. So just like you guys saw in that Mari skit, I just like I always make like little skits like that, and I think it it brings people to my page. But I didn't start working like making an actual income off Instagram until COVID hit. And once COVID hit, I was like, oh, snap, what am I going to do? I'm at home. So I started reaching out to companies. And once I got one company on board, it was so easy just to, like, continuously get other companies on board. Yeah. What has been the highlight of your journey so far doing all this? I think... The highlight is definitely the connections I get to meet. Like, the fact that I'm even talking to you guys, I can't wait to meet you in person and, and right. working on other projects. And I love to connect with people online and then meeting them in person and working on them with, like, person to person. I don't know. I, I totally forgot what I was just saying. <laughs> what <was the> question? <laughs> I think you just hit it on the mark, too. Oh. Yeah, okay. So whatever I said, that, that was what I meant. Okay, perfect. Um, you know, MySpace didn't really die because space is out now. Have you heard of it? I have. I, I'm scared to give it a try. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I want to go into that, that dark hole again. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, feel, I feel like we, there's already enough social media. I think people are just clamoring for... Um, the old older stuff because people are more hip now to like privacy laws and, and, exactly. and shit like that and they feel like at that time MySpace like you weren't really putting any weird information out or it wasn't really any news coming through or it wasn't it wasn't you weren't bombarded with all kinds of shit it was just like you were just having fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um I think that's why they made that because people are just like, oh, we want this back. And it'll come and it'll die just as fast as it came. Yeah, it's the nostalgia of it all, but it, right. I, don't think, I don't think it'll last. No. Just like Vine. Vine is like, they want to bring Vine back. Like, it will never no, be. Vine is TikTok. It, yeah, but it's like, yeah, you're right. Vine is basically TikTok. TikTok, yeah. TikTok, from what I understood, was the same company that produced Vine. Oh, really? Yeah. I, well, I think Instagram bought Vine. Mm. No, no, because Facebook bought everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm just trying to think what it what was that. Because what killed it? It wasn't TikTok that killed it. It was no. Instagram that killed it. When Instagram started doing the stories. Yeah, and, was, and and not the story. Snapchat, they started doing Snapchat like Snapchat for a while was like killing the game, like Snapchat. Yeah. Was like and then Instagram copied off Snapchat and then Snapchat. copying off TikTok. So yeah, it must have been Snapchat that killed it. It was okay, one of them. 
Can I ask you guys a question? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to know: Have you guys heard of the new um, metaverse with Facebook? Like, where you're becoming an avatar? Right. What do right. you guys think about that? Are you guys going to do it? Are you going to become it's an avatar? It's the beginning of the end. <laughs> you think? Look, I, <laughs> I I've always said, like, I've always believed in like certain things, like certain things, like movies and stuff like that. They always have a bit of truth in them. Mm. So my theory has always been always been that google is skynet i don't care what anybody says i believe google and and facebook and all of them those those are entities that are about to merge and literally like start controlling machines and shit to kill us like in terminator like low-key like i'm I'm, like if you if you think about it like even watching like certain like in that series terminator series um What's the one that came out with uh, Shorty from uh, Game of Thrones? Genesis. As far off as that movie was, they had one thing that resonated. Everything was being controlled by one central thing. And that's what's happening. Everything now, Facebook has now bought everything and merging everything together. And Google started doing the same. Google started buying everything and merging everything together. Yeah. And eventually, all of that shit is going to be under one umbrella, and then we're all going to be in trouble. We're not going to be able to do anything without the machines. Like the machines, we're gonna everything is going to be controlled by it. And I and I, I that's why that metaverse shit. I was like, oh man, that's no, it. Okay. Now we're gonna be now we avatars and shit like life size. I'm like, yo, are you gonna are you gonna join it or are you not gonna join it? I don't I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Uh-huh. I don't know yet. I, until it's a mandate, I have to see. I have to see what um what benefits yeah. it has outside of social media, like outside of that aspect, like, and then I can decide. If it's just going to be an expanded version of a social media, I, if, unless it automatically updates me to that, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to give a fuck, really. Got it. Yeah. It seems like too much work. See. Yeah. I feel like, but then, what if this is a great opportunity to blow up in the metaverse? Like, what if there's not, like, um, what if there's no podcast for you guys? What if there's no show and you guys are the first metaverse show? Right. It's true. It's a risk. It's true. It's a risk. I feel like, I feel like with that, like, we're going to see that there's going to be certain things that we're going to need from the metaverse that we're going to have to purchase in order for it to work. So I, I feel like it's gonna be like a, a like a money grab thing too. Like I feel like it's gonna be like like I feel like that avatar like how he had the avatar like on the screen and shit like it was mad it was like life size shit like where where in anybody's house are you gonna be able to do that? You feel me like like to have it like there, there's gonna have to be something that's gonna have to be installed or bought or purchased in order for that to happen. So, like, I'm like, well, that's not going to be cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like, a life-size avatar that looks like you. Yeah. And you can see, it, like, how he, like, that's crazy. Like, that's wild. It is wild. And, like, I heard that um, real estate is becoming huge in the metaverse. Like, there's a whole bunch of yeah. people buying land. <laughs> like, it's in, Inside of the, like, so it's probably, like, purchasing advertisements. Yeah. And purchasing oh, yeah. space like that. That's wild. It's a whole other world. I, it's like NFTs. I don't fucking understand it. 
How do you? Yeah, I don't understand the NFT shit either. See, I I don't understand it either, but I definitely want to learn how to understand it because people have made this shitty ass drawings and they get thousands of dollars. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if you guys heard of Azealia Banks, but she did it in an NFT porn. Oh, so she made a porn and made an NFT. So NF- so is the NFT like like a one time only thing? Like this is the only time and whoever buys it, that's theirs, and yeah. it can't be shared anywhere. It can't be, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's weird, though. It is weird, right? It's weird. It's, it's like weird a- to like own something online and be like, "Oh, this is mine." <laughs> like, like, yeah, what? I told that's you, a, that's a world we live in. It's a weird world. Live but I think that eventually is going to be like a really, really big thing. Like, once people start really understanding how that works, I think it's going to be a really big thing because it's, it's not what I thought it was going to be like a fad. I thought it was going to be, but I, it actually is growing. Yeah. Like, I see that being used and, and a lot, like a lot now. So it's like, okay, that's something we're all eventually going to get hit to. And that's why I feel like the people that are there from the beginning, those will be the people that blow up, not the people mm-hmm. that come in like two years from now. That's why as soon as right. it starts, I will be an avatar. I'll be there. Right, right, I'll get right. my pizza. Yeah, so I'm right. like, I'm down to do it, even though like morally, I feel like it's a little weird. You know, like yeah. my spiritual side says, okay, this, is, this isn't right, but I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. What's the most exciting part about the screenwriting and working in the film industry for you? So, I like seeing a product be done, right? I like I like the end result. But I also really like directing strictly with the actors. I like seeing like a small little detail. For example, we were working on this promo for Greece because we still had we still didn't get the license. We're almost there. But like in the promo, she's talking and we we both were working together and we thought how it would be so cool if you just shut your book, right? And it was something so subtle, but I think those subtle moments is what makes me excited. Yeah. It's like the art of it all. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I, I get that. I get that. I'm like, even though I don't, I'm not in the film industry, I, I get that feeling. I understand that. Yeah, it's like the subtle moments that it makes me excited. Like, oh, yeah, that was gold. Like, I was so right, excited. Right. I saw her book right when she said stop. I was like, okay, okay, that was a great moment. Or just like, um, instead of smoking your cigarette this way, shift this way. Like, those, like, little things is what really makes me excited. But I just, I really like writing. There's something about um, just getting the idea and putting it into paper that feels so amazing to me yeah yeah i, I really want to be a a well-known the number one writer like i love writing yeah for sure and then this process you're going through right now to get the rights how how did that process work because um because I know for now, don't you need it to be 75 years before it's, like, fair use to use to make it, remake it? Correct. Yeah, so I have an amazing group. I have an executive 
uh, producer, another producer, so it's not just me. And the talent that we have is also amazing, and we're bringing some celebrities on board as well. So we're just, like, forming this nice package that we're going to show them, like, hey, it's not just me. We made this whole script. We have this producer, this producer. We have these celebrities. We have these artists. So, like, we're forming a nice package so they can give us the rights to it. But they've already liked this. Like, we've already, we've been working on this since July. And it's been such a long process to, like, get the rights and, and change things in the script. And I'm constantly revising and working with them just so we can get approved. But it, it's been it's been a long journey for sure. But I'm very excited. I think it will be rewarding at the end. Something as big as Greece is life changing. Well, what would be so? What what's the difference between Greece and Greece Greece three hundred five? So I think Greece did a well job. However, I don't think that they really dive deep into the character's life. In our screen, we're making a lot of the characters Hispanic and, and black, and we're and we're giving diversity, and we're not just saying, "Hey, this is Danny." We're diving deeper into Danny's life. Why does Danny act the way he he does? Um, we're making one of our characters come out as lesbian, so we're trying to like form this in a way where it's inclusive for everyone, which I don't necessarily think Greece, the first one. Did a, did a job at. I think they were more focused on the music and the acting. Plus, it was like yeah. a whole different era. They were in the 70s, you know? They were in the 50s. Greece 1 or 2 didn't really have it. Greece 1 or 2 was not really inclusive. Yes. And who the hell, first of all, I'm sorry, the, the whole premise of the other one was just Michelle Pfeiffer and whatever his name was on a motorcycle half of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So this one, we are definitely trying to make it inclusive. And just having anything be in Miami is a hit. And the fact that it's Greece 305, I already know, like, it's a hit. It's a hit. That's that's all it is. Mm-hmm. I think any film, any music video, anything that's filmed in Miami, there's, like, a different energy out here where it's, like, feisty and hot and ready to go. And I think it will definitely bring something so beautiful, something such an antique into the modern day. And a lot of people in our generation, they've never even heard of Greece. Even like people that's auditioned, they're like, uh, I'm auditioning, but I've never seen the video. So like, it's not, it's not something that our generation necessarily is like, they're known. Yeah, no, it's right, right, right. Plus musicals in general have a certain genre. Uh, not right. everyone is into musicals. But I think we're doing a really good job in, and making it fun and making it now and current. Yeah. If you had to describe yourself um, or give a word for yourself, no, with the title for everything you do, what would it be? Um, in one word. In one word. Uh, I would say an artist. Okay. An entertainer. Yeah, for sure. What would you describe yourself as? Confused. (laughs) Is that because you're a Gemini? (laughs) What about you? What would you describe yourself as? Uh, I'd say an artist. Okay. Yeah, I'm an artist. Yeah. See, my my, my man's here got the vocals, but he's not showing them off. 
Do you I sing? Know, do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm. He the whole IMB singer, Kevin. Wow. That is amazing. That R&B is such a genre that's lost. It's really it just, is. it's so sad because some R&B songs are just like it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's slowly becoming extinct. Yeah. When, once they started mixing it with, with rap, it kind of lost it. And then once the rappers started getting hit to being able to sing and, and, and rap on the track, it, it just, it became harder for R&B to really stay afloat. Mm. You know, but it, I mean, it, there's still a market for it. It's just now where it was like at the top of his game where everybody listened to it. Now it's kind of its own like subgenre almost. Like only certain people, like there's like a certain audience for it. Like not everybody listens to it. What got you into R&B? Me? I've always, since I was a kid, man, that's. That's all I really listened to. Well, I didn't really get into hip hop until I was older, in my like like late teens. Um, it was always R and B. R and B was. I was That's just cool. saying. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you good? Tell us about the podcast. Yes, I'm good. Oh. Okay. So I started a podcast. Uh, it's something I always wanted to do. I have 15 episodes, and I I want to quit. Yeah? Yeah, it's Why? not me. Because you know what? When I decided to start a podcast, I thought it was going to be, I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be a, like a conversation, right? But what I've noticed is that the person being interviewed doesn't really care about you or ask you questions back so it just seems one-sided all the one-sided time. so you you wanted more like conversation like talking or whatever yeah so like, so, you're talking to. so what do you think what do you think you can change um about this industry about the podcast that would that would make people feel like it's a conversation rather than being a a uh, thing because and then also also, really, what it is is that people don't know how to interview. Yeah. yeah and I found I found that out uh, just it took a recently lot that being, especially being an interviewer, mm -hmm. that a lot of people really just don't know how to have a conversation or how to interview. Um, because we're always like this. Always. Yeah. This is our conversation. So it's um, it's it's. We've figured out ways to get people to engage, especially when there's like no engagement. And a lot of times it works. Some people it doesn't. Some people they just it doesn't click with them. Like you know that's what it is. But um, no, don't quit. Do you, do you, do you enjoy doing it outside of that? No. <laughs> oh, and you know what it is? I think it might be because you and Ivy have something where you guys can bounce back with each right. other's energy. Right, 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 right. You guys, right. Good. you guys are very compatible. It looks like you guys have a flow going. It's just me asking this person two hours questions, and I'm tired. Like, I, don't, I, yeah. really, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I yeah. really, like, it's exhausting. And then, like, I edit my podcast, so it's, like, overwhelming. So... I think I'm going to release these footages, but I think I'm pretty done with the whole Dude, podcast. That podcast life is, yeah. I, I was a host for um for a while, 
and I would host for Santa's Christmas Storybook and like other plays and, and getting promotion. And I think I like the hosting better because better, it's yeah. quick. It's not two hours. It's not getting right. deep into the character, into the person. I think I would like stick in that realm, maybe do something quick. Or maybe I will continue and like bring another co-host on board. Right, maybe right. Because maybe that's maybe that might be what it what it needs to be, or maybe it needs to be something where it's not so much a podcast where you bring guests on, but maybe where you can kind of give your ideas or thoughts on like whatever topic it is. So where you're you're having a conversation with a wider audience, you know what I'm saying? Like you're giving your ideas and thoughts on, on things. But then I get so nervous about cancel culture and then I don't say my full opinion because I'm like, damn, like I don't want to get canceled. Yeah. Like, and especially with you having a having, you know, a following. Yeah, that's true. I, for that's example, true. one time and I shouldn't say this because like I'll say I'll say it. I talked shit about Texas because I went to Texas and I didn't like the vibe. But there's uh, Confederate flags everywhere, right? I don't know what yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Texas, but I was like, oh, I was like, I do not want to be here. So I then right. talked about it on Snapchat, and I was like, I'm not, I'm never coming back to Texas. And I lost half of my followers. They were all really? from Texas. Oh, they were all from Texas. Oh. I had to make a public apology, being like, Texas, I am sorry. Like, <laughs> I did not mean it like that. But whenever I was in Texas, it was not friendly. But, like, damn, so something so simple, like, talking like about. Like that, yeah. Especially when you have a following. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is kind of rough. Yeah, I feel like there's you a. You do have to be careful. Once you get a certain amount of followers exactly. and a certain thing, you kind of got to be careful what you say. But I feel like, there's, like there's a certain amount of followers where once you get there, that's when you can talk your shit. Right. Because you, if you lose 5,000, it ain't no sweat. Yeah, ain't nothing. exactly. That's a fact. But if I lose 5,000, now I'm losing all my money. Because right, I'm not right, getting right, right. promotion. Right. So as you're growing, that's, you know what, that's, you know, I never thought about that. I never thought about that. Yeah. That working like that. That's actually... That's actually a good tip on how to have get followers and key followers. It's it's because I never thought about it like that. Like yo, your your money is based off of your following, and if you lose your following, damn, that's 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 crazy. That's crazy. I never thought about that. You guys think of it like that because look at all the how the podcasts are run. Look at the Daddy Hills podcast for an example. Right. No, no, no. I I get it. No, no. I get it. It just it never clicked to me. And never like that was just like a, a like a a fucking light bulb see, moment for me. Now you see why I take it so serious because I want us to get. Yeah, it. no, that's 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 crazy. Because that actually can help you get a following. You just have to be who you are and just stay that way. No, and then once you get right. a certain, once you get to a certain way, then boom. Or however, however you approach your social media, like because there's a following for everything. So if you come on social media, you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And you're getting the following being an asshole, then you gotta be that fucking asshole. Yeah, and you like, can't deviate from that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so all it takes that's is to get one thing, one little thing, and then like you lose half. Right. So I feel like I'm not at a point yet where I want to even risk. Right, it. where you could lose that kind of following. That's exactly. that's true. That's exactly. True. But I even think it's like deeper than just like 
losing a couple followers. Like, I know there's certain things that you talk about on social media and you can get shadow banned for it. So, like, I talk about Black Lives Matter and it's something I'm very passionate about, right? And, like, I got shadow banned for talking about that. And, like, now I'm not getting as much views as I was getting before. Yeah. talking about this topic. And, like, this topic is something that's meaningful for me and for it should be for everyone. But, like, since I talked about it, now I'm shadow banned. And now I'm not getting the views. And it just goes, like, it's really fucked up. What platform What platform is that on that no. you got shadow banned? Instagram. That's in- Instagram? Yeah. Huckerberg. I don't know why I Instagram. I don't worry about Instagram or I worry about everything else. No I don't. But I think a lot of people's platform because like you do content creation, doing videos, Instagram will make the most sense for you as far as the following is concerned. But you but know I don't what? know Instagram. I feel like being shadow banned on Instagram is not as bad as like losing a following on Twitter. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Like I think losing your your Twitter following that's a hard that's a hard blow. Mikey lives on Twitter. That's why he. You know, I uh, because I because I understand. So this is my second Twitter account. I had one previously, and I deleted it to start a new one because I had a I had wild followers on my old account. Wild followers. Um. I, I wound up stepping away from it for some time, and then when I came back, everything was kind of like bots and all kind of oh. shit. Like, my following had turned from, like, real followers to, like, bots and shit. So I was like, I don't want to sit here and delete these and figure this out and do all that. So I was like, fuck it. I'll start from scratch. Boom. I, so I don't have wild uh, uh, followers on, on Twitter, but it grows daily, like, little by little now. Like, before I had, like, 30 something followers or whatever and now I'm like at 130 or something whatever but it's, it steadily grows like little by little two here three here whatever but you know it grows and then once I start doing my music again posting it and doing things like that it'll grow even more so I yeah. I, I, I have an idea for it I just use it but I understand Twitter like I, I like the first the first time I didn't understand it now as I'm older Yo, I get it. Like, I get, like, the hashtags, and I get, like, all of that clicks for me now. So I'm, like, just waiting to execute, like, all of that. Like, I'm waiting to, like, just put that plan into motion and watch it, watch it manifest. And I don't know about you guys, but, like, I get my news straight from Twitter. Like, it's so fast and so immediate. Right. It it hits Twitter before it hits anywhere else. It's Twitter first, then TMZ, then everywhere else. Twitter always gets it first. And always. I feel like you won't get shadow banned on Twitter because I be talking my shit on Twitter and it's you, funny, you know what I mean? You can. Well, I've gotten I've gotten actually banned on Twitter for seven days. Oh. Yeah, and I don't even remember why. But it was so weird because I've whatever it was that I said, I know I say it all the time. Yeah. So I knew somebody had to have like reported it. Yeah. Because I, I talk like that on Twitter. I talk wild on Twitter. Yeah. I talk on Twitter wilder than anywhere else. Yeah. Like, I'm just open. You're open to do that. So when I got banned, I was like, whoa, seven days for what? <laughs> I'm like, people say, I said, people say worse to me in on Twitter. Wow. And I'm getting banned for that. So it was, it was weird. That was just, but that was the first time. And so I've been, I've, I've been a little cautious on Twitter ever since because that was weird. But I've kind of opened back up. I used to chill on Twitter after that, yeah. but now I'm kind of getting back into the groove. 
um, I almost called you Lucy. Ivy, <laughs> I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear yes. you. Yes. So, because Mike always be getting banned from Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on th- every time I get banned now, it's a 30 day. It's every a 30 day. Why do you keep getting banned? Because some, you know, well, well, what it is is I'm, I'm, as of like the past year, I've become a huge wrestling, I was always a huge wrestling fan, but it's become more of my personal life also. So I'm in a lot of wrestling groups and, and people talk, we all talk passionately. And sometimes I just go, I go to fuck off. Yeah, because I'm like, yo, you guys don't think about shit before you speak, and it just it that shit bothers me. So I go off, and I might go a little too off, and then I get reported. Got it. So that's that. Yeah, they always end up reporting me, and then saying talking shit about me in the groups, and it was just weird. I'm just like, yo, why y'all coming with that energy? Like y'all, is this are the ones wrestling, or is this the, um like WWE? WWE. It's everything. Like it's 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 everything. But it's like it's a collection of like all of the different WWE, it's AEW, it's all that, it's everything all together. But it's just so weird. And um so now I chill I totally chill on Facebook. Like I don't I don't even curse. I got thirty I got a thirty day yeah. of cursing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it hit me I was like, nah, okay. That's yeah, I don't try to curse either on um yeah. I was gonna yeah. say my dad. He was actually the world champion of wrestling in 1978, I think. But he yeah. was old. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, pretty cool. That's how he he got to come to America. Nice. Because wow. he had a nice resume backing him up, and they're like, "Okay, you can come." Yeah, come through. Yeah. Where are you yeah. from? Um, or origin wise, Peruvian. I'm from Peru. Oh, Peruvian. Yeah, I would never have thought of that. I would. I was trying you, so you hard. Get, to I, you gave you like a, a a Central South American vibe. Like when I saw, it, I was like, yeah, he's. I oh, see that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Peru is one of those countries that you don't really guess. You know what I mean? But yeah. Right, right, right. Because yeah. I almost at first thought I almost at first thought you were Greek. At first, oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, real quick, like real, real quick. Wow. Like then I heard you talking. I said, okay, he's he's definitely of Hispanic origin. So that, yeah. yeah. Then that's when I heard that. So I said, okay, that's out the way. <laughs> Coming from a Greek person, you give off the super macho Greek. Like, remember when you? Yeah, talk- definitely, <laughs> definitely. Really, like a yeah. type character. Yeah, no, like the ones like from the romance novels that they talk about the Greek oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, that's a fact, Katie. That's a fact. That's a, that's a great description. That's a fact. Wow. He's like one of them dudes on them on the romance novels. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. My mom, her her grandma was Greek, so maybe, but I don't know. But I know I'm Peruvian. But I was gonna say I also get Indian a lot. Like sometimes when I go to like a corner store or something, they start speaking to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I can see that too. I guess I can see that a little too. Like, yeah. What part of India are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm not Indian. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I get, I get everything. I get everything. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm Dominican, so oh, that's really? what I get. Yeah, that's what I get. That's a, that's what I get all the time. I'm like, yo, I don't look black. I'm like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> well, Dominicans are black. 
Don't start right. all of us not start that. That's, 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 listen. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right on that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you don't think they're black? No, I have a few Dominicans that will tell you no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, of course, of course. Most of them will tell you no. Yeah, because of the Most of them will. No, Cardi, Most of them will tell you no. Cardi B recognizes her blackness more than her, her Dominicanness. Well, she's, isn't she, she's half, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that counts. Yeah. You know. But, um, hey, Mikey, are you hungry? Yes, I'm fucking hungry. I got a Absolutely. Pizza. <laughs> you want me to give you that pizza? Okay, that's what I have for breakfast, but I have some more. <laughs> that's what you do when you have pizza for breakfast? Absolutely. That's There's nothing like cold pizza and, and coffee for breakfast. Yo, nothing that, like it. That sounds fucking amazing. It's, yo, cold pizza and a hot cup of coffee. You have to try it. You have to. So good. Real pizza. It can't be like Domino's or, or, or Pizza Hut or nothing. It has to be real pizza. Yeah. So, Kevin, introduce us. Give me that pizza. Alright, guys. So, if you love food, like I love food, here is Give Me That Pizza to be engraved in your head. Boom! Play it out. <laughs> Of course, it's a little bit of chicken Caesar salad uh -huh. and uh, the pizza. Duh. And I'll be paying all of this with my credit card. Thank you. So, I have a few questions. I have a few questions. Ser but serious questions. Serious questions. One, do you have a following on YouTube? Uh, no. No. Okay. So, no. That's okay. Okay. Where do you have that video posted? YouTube. YouTube. And there's no following for it. Like, like as far as like, that's crazy. Because I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Tell me, tell me. My son would fucking love that shit. I know. Would love that fucking song. <laughs> would probably play that shit all day. Yeah. Now, the third one is, you have to try to figure out how to get that mm. on Roblox. Okay. The game for the kids. Yes. Because that shit would be on every fucking Roblox game. I promise you. Wow. They will make games... After that pizza song, I, th that's all. When I was even the visuals, even the visuals, I was sitting there and saying, "Yo, I see all of this shit on Roblox." Wow! Oh, that's all I kept envisioning, like Mikey playing this shit over and over again on fucking YouTube, and then fucking hearing the shit while he's playing it on Roblox. That's all I heard. The whole fucking song. I'm saying, "Yo, this would be perfect on fucking Roblox." <laughs> Wow. But that's why I said, do you have a following on YouTube? Because if you're following on you, if you had a, a following on YouTube when it was a, like kids, like work, like like between like a, like like three and like like 
Jeremiah is what, 15? So like 15? Yeah. Is he still plays Roblox? Yo, that shit would blow up. It would blow up. I promise you. That's uh, that's where that song belongs wherever the kids are. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like I did a poor marketing strategy. Um, but all my nieces and nephews, like, they will play that song over and over. Over and over. Yeah. I'm telling you. That's all I heard. I said, yo, I... And not to say that I hate it, but I said I already hate the song because I already heard it yep. a million times. Yep. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god, this song is gonna be great. Now I don't hate the song, but I'm just saying, like, like the way Mikey plays, like the games he'll play the same shit over and over. Like, um, I can't get, I, I can't listen to Gangsta's Paradise anymore because when, um, when Sonic the Hedgehog came out the movie and they had the Gangsta's Paradise shit. Yeah. And they look like like the, the the I guess the for the preview. Literally any game on Roblox that had Sonic had fucking Gangsta's Paradise playing. Mm. So I fucking lost my shit after like two months. Yeah. I was like, okay, you gotta figure something else out to play. I can't never listen to Gangsta's Paradise, and that's how I felt. I was like, yo, that that's how that song would be. They would, the kids would play that shit over. And over. People would make dance like. I'm I'm surprised that shit's not on TikTok. Yeah, I know. Like it, people would make dances out of that. Like I can see fucking wild costumes and fucking TikTok dances and dude, yo, I, that, that that's inspired. That song is underrated because like it really I'm, is. I'm like it's a pizza. I I like did I perfected a pizza song. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Right. I, it was I, so wild. Yeah. I yo, I I I envisioned so much just and that's why I was like yo this song. It's either not blown up or it's too blown up. I said it can't be like in the middle. It's like either nobody's into it or everybody is. It's just catching on now. Everybody's because that it was it was dope in like just in my marketing head. Like I was like, yo, this he has gold. That's fucking gold. Thank you. Like if you figure out how to get the kids on that gold. Thank you. You know what? I'm going to take your advice. Maybe I should like redo the video cartoon wise. And like right. market it towards kids, do something like that because like I feel like give me that pizza is for kids. Like mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's it should be in the commercial for kids. Right. Like, I don't know. I definitely. I, feel, I like. I don't know how it works like in that world, but like. You gotta get it to like, like you gotta get it to like radio stations for like kids. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't know how that would work because kids. It's so funny how kids listen to music now. They listen to music the same way we do. So it's like, yo, like, how do you get that just for kids? Like, where it's 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 YouTube, it's YouTube and fucking TikTok and fucking like that's what you must. Mikey's been scrolling on TikTok since he was fucking five. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have the TikTok following. You just leverage the hashtags and take the clips of the video. Right, and yeah, and clip the videos. Right. That yo, that yo, that can't, bro. There's no reason. I put, it, I put it on TikTok, nothing happened. I put it on Instagram, nothing happened. I put it on YouTube, nothing happened. Like I have no idea. I feel like I need someone bigger to like guide. To get on it, yeah, yeah. I, I did everything I could, and people like they they will like post it, sharing their pizza. Like it's not like it's it's not anywhere. Like people, yeah, they 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 send it to me all the time, but like for some reason it hasn't reached. The level is that's on Spotify. That's on Spotify and everything too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I like that. I, I I I really do like that song. I'm not gonna hold you. Like, <laughs> I do like that song. 
it was, it was good. Like, thank you, thank you so I much. I in, uh, in the back in the back room. I you saw all you saw was like a cheesy face. <laughs> yo, because I was sitting there like yo, that's like I kept seeing fucking Roblox in my fucking head. Like yo, and the song just playing and playing and playing like all day long. Like, yo, bro, you got to turn that shit down or turn it off, bro. Like, that's all I have to tell him. Like, you either got to turn it down or turn it off, bro. You are playing the same shit for hours. It made me want pizza. Ivy, what did you think? It made me want pizza. Oh, okay. It made you want pizza. Yeah. I, I was watching, like I said, I was watching it with my students yesterday. So, at first, because, you know, had the booth walk, I was like, there's a lot of pizza here. So, the one pizza. Yeah. He sits next to me. Yeah. Call him linguini. And he's like, pizza. And the other one's like, why is there so much pizza? And I explained to them because they know what I do outside of here. I'm not going to hide it from them. They're 12 and 13 years old. Yeah. It's like eventually you're going to stumble on YouTube. You're going to see this podcast somewhere. Right, 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 right. I hope not anytime soon. And if they are, please don't subscribe until you're elite, you're out of the program. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Because I can't. I'm not responsible. Right. Like, I can't tell you what you're going to listen to or what you're going to watch. Right. Um, but they're like, so So what's happening here? I'm like, so I have to interview him tomorrow. So they wanted me to ask you why there's so many pizzas. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to make a song where um, about a food that we all love. And I think we all love pizza. So that's why I just bought a whole bunch of pizza and we were making all these videos. Yeah, that's that's really why. Yeah. What's your favorite pizza topping? So I like I like all pizzas. I don't discriminate when it comes to pizza. You can throw pepperoni there. You can put mushrooms yeah. in there. You can give me a plain pizza. I like all the pizzas. But something weird happened. When I got done making this song... I started getting acid reflex from eating the pizza, like heartburn from eating pizza. Yeah. Really? I never experienced that. I thought I was having a heart attack. I was like, hell, I was like, I feel my heart. Something's going on. And they're like, that's yeah. heartburn. That's heartburn. That happens all the time when you eat pizzas. So I think I ate so much pizza after the music video where like I started getting heartburn from pizza. Damn. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I love pepperoni, but I've mm. become very attached to pineapple oh, yeah. and jalapeno. Pineapple not belong in a pizza. Pa pineapple and jalapeno on pizza is jalapeno. fucking amazing. Dude, amazing. give me any pizza and it's like, I, I, I feel like yeah. it's And pineapple does belong on pizza, Katie. Absolutely. I had a Nutella pizza the other day. They like put Nutella and they put Nutella? like... Yeah, and they put um, M&M's in there. It was so good. With cheese, though? Or no, no cheese? No, no cheese. No cheese. Oh, okay, okay. Then you <laughs> Okay, I can, go for, no, I can go for that. Yeah. I can go for that. See, every time I hear about Nutella pizza, I hear about something someone told me in college, and it's still, like... No, it, okay. It, me. it ruined it for me, so I could never have it. What is it? So they said that the Nutella pie is called... They named it after Team T... I think it was like Tim Tebow, and they called him a dirty Sanchez. No, <laughs> I swear to God, we were watching one Super Bowl. No, we weren't watching Super Bowl. We were watching the Jets play. The Jets haven't made a Super Bowl in a long time. But right. um, sorry, Jets, y'all suck. But 
Um, do do? So they're telling me that I'm like, why are you calling the Nutella San- a, a dirty Sanchez? Like, what they say? Oh, that's when you found out what a dirty Sanchez was. What is it? What's it oh, a dirty Sanchez is like what? What is it? When you take your thumb and you put it on your on your on you take your thumb out your butt and you put it on 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 a face or something like that. Like you make it like a mustache. But you take the shit and you right. put it on her face. And, yeah, I think that's that's what it is, right? I don't want to. I don't want to look it up. I think that's what it is. A dirty Sanchez. Somebody look it up. Yeah. Look it up. I won't. Hold on. All right. I look it up. Hold on. I look it up right now. Yeah, sick fucks. I love you guys. Dirty Sanchez. Sanchez. Oh. It's a fucking TV show. Yeah. It's a. It is. Oh, it's a fecal mustache. Yeah, that's what I said. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Dirty Sanchez. People are into that shit. I mean, you. Well, people like the weirdest shit. But you know what's crazy? Oh, speaking of that, I don't understand foot fetishes. I don't understand it. Mm. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. I don't. I don't. Feet have your feet have been on the floor in yeah. socks in sneakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I just I don't get how dirty or clean you would want that in your mouth. Like I. I or anywhere near your face. Like, I don't I mean, get that. I'm bad ticklish. Like, don't touch my feet. On top, me too. Oh, on top of that. <laughs> like, I, I don't touch my feet, bro. I don't like that shit. Like, I don't yeah. like my feet being touched. You yeah. Like, the first time I ever got a pedicure, like, the first time, it was the worst feeling in my life. Yeah. Because she's sitting there fucking with my feet, and I am trying not to laugh. I like, like, literally, like, holding it in. I had to put my mask on my face. Like, so all the way. It was so wild. I mean, it, it, they looked nice afterwards, so I, yeah. I was okay. But yo, it was I was I was dying, yeah. dying in there. Ivy, have you ever gotten your toes sucked? No, and thank God, because <laughs> no, Katie, you never got your toes sucked. Okay with that too. Don't ever touch my feet. <laughs> now, now that's not to say that I've never sucked toes. Yeah, but I I just don't get the fetish of it all. Like I, I, that, I don't get. I never understood it because Mikey, how many times I told you I've had the weirdest shit come in my DMs. That's oh. listen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mikey, Mikey is my person in life where if yeah. I get the wildest message, wildest <laughs> situation, I will. Yeah. Be- the first phone call, no matter what. Yeah, time. wild shit. Yeah, Katie gets some wild shit in her DMs. I'll that's be, true. Yeah, I've called him three o'clock in the morning and not get in trouble because that's how wild shit was. Yeah. Um, there's like a whole fetish where people you sell them your youth underwear and yeah. they like wear it for like three days and then ship it out to me. Yeah, like wear it three straight days and shit. And yeah, it's wild. You black? And they had the panty industry. Yeah, I don't get, I'm... you remember Orange is the New Black when Piper oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. started? Shit, yeah, um, shit, it's real. It, it happened. Yeah. It's real. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't want to shame nobody. You know, that's what you yeah. like. That's what you like. But like, I don't get it. I mean, I mean, I've been talking shit right now because it's daytime. But at nighttime, I'd probably be down for whatever. <laughs> right, you know, that, and that's the, like you don't never know what the fuck you're gonna get into. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm always so fast, like okay. I'm always I've always been the person like 
whatever you're into, like I, I'm I'm open to getting into it. You know what I'm saying? But like there's certain things like I'm not gonna like like if if somebody like if I'm with with somebody and you like getting your toes up, I'll do it. But I'm not gonna do it all the fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you know, like I wouldn't do that. But um yeah, this is this it's it's like it's weird. I feel like I'd probably be down to try every, like, I'm down to try everything once, except for, like, shitting and chess or, like, anything with yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to do not pee in, do not pee on me, do not pee in me, do not pee in my mouth, do not pee in my mouth, do not hurt nobody. And <laughs> people, you know what's crazy? It's what, it's crazy that you say don't do that, because there's people that like that shit. Yeah. Like, as you're saying, don't do it, I'm sitting here thinking, like, yo, there's actually people out here that really enjoy getting pissed on. Mm-hmm. I've had so, I've had bad experiences. I'm not, no, 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 no. I'm no, Katie, what? Have you got <laughs> pissed on, Katie? What? Are you, you got peed on before, Katie? Ivy. I go by Katie. both. Okay. You got uh, peed on before? You got yeah, had a pleasant experience. Hmm. Katie been through the trenches. Yeah. Let me find out. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me find out, Katie. Listen, man. Listen, let's not. Uh, let's not. <laughs> I'm Forget we went from pieces to talking about pissing on each other. Yeah, that's, how, that's how it is on the world zone. That's how it is on the world zone. We'll never know what's going to go. No, we've had worse conversations. Oh, okay. That's a fact. We've also had the worst debates ever. But I feel like we're going to get into one now. Y'all heard about Jesse Molay fi- being found guilty? Yeah. 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 Alright, how are we feeling about this? Because we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know what's crazy? It, it, seemed, it seemed... Like, how can you sit there and say he didn't fake that? It was just weird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. It's just weird. And I don't want to say he did. I'm not because I'm not 100 percent sure he did. But it's just, it's just everything points to like, bro, like, why did you have to do that? Yeah, I think you know what I'm saying. Like, because <sighs> they weren't giving you screen time or something, whatever. And he was trying to make a st- what? Like, I don't, he, was, he was trying to bring was, more but, attention to himself in the media, but instead. He got it, but the negative attention and then right. But I just like there's other ways to do that, bro. Yeah, I feel like you were in one of the biggest shows out there. Empire right. Huge at its time. Like, why would you fuck up, fuck up your shit? Because I don't. No one's gonna want to work with someone that lies. But weren't they about to kick him off the show anyway? No. So whatever. It was the last season. It was the last <laughs> season. So whatever their contract <laughs> agreement was, but the way what had happened was he wanted more time. So he pulled the stunt that he pulled, but now because of that, instead of them, they had to rewrite the entire thing. Well, one because of COVID, two, um, they were gonna they penalized him from being part of the last two episodes. So instead of, and then they took off some episodes from the story arc. Right. You know, so it rushed it. It was like a really shitty ending. You know, so you pretty much because of what you did help diminish something that even though like a lot of people didn't like there was a, there was the core fans like mm-hmm. you know how power had the core fans that they'll go crazy for every time they had a show 
Empire was the same way because they were so invested in the characters. Yeah. And then you're diminishing that because what? You wanted more time? I'm like... And you know what's like the shitty part about it all? Like despite what he did, what he didn't do, like the fact that the courts took this long... It's something that we need to talk about because, like, why is it that they don't work faster? I'm currently dealing with this whole court situation myself. I can't really talk about it, but like, it's such a long process. Like, this thing happened. Didn't this happen like so long ago? I feel yeah. like it happened. What like, that shit happened three, four years ago? No, it was. It hasn't been that long. Last year. It was like last year, the year before. At least. No. Was it nineteen? There's no way. Yeah, it was tw- 2020. No. 2019, no. 2020. It had to be 2018, is my guess. No, 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 no. It wasn't that, that, no. That, that was very recent. I give it, I take 2019, I'll give you that. But no. I think it was 2020. No, it had to be. I think it's, I think it's only been a year, bro. Three years. Really? 2019? Yep. No way. Really? According to AP News, Jesse Smollett's conviction Thursday for lying to police about a racist homophobic attack came nearly three years after his report of a horrifying hate crime quickly became part of a polarized political landscape with people, including the President of the United States, weighing in from all. It had to been the beginning of 19. Yeah, because yeah, it had to be the beginning of nineteen. Right, right, right. It was like January of nineteen. Cause I knew it wasn't eighteen. Cause I wasn't home in eighteen. I wasn't home when that happened. I knew it was winter time. I was still when working. I was still working at the place that you used to come visit. Right. Right. Yeah, I wasn't home yet when that happened, and I remember seeing that when I was home. So I had to be nineteen. But wow, that, that's wild. Three years? Three years for an investigation? Like, come on. Well, I, you know, it's crazy. I felt like it took them a year. It took them It took them a while to, like, uh, to, like, rule him out. And then it took them a while to be like, nah, we're pressing charges. Like, I felt like that... I, remember. I felt like that was a year's time span. Like, I felt all of that happened within a year. And that made it seem like it was so. It, it was like yesterday because it people were still talking about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was. That's wild. But you how gotta, time moves. You gotta remember. But then you know what it was, and then we had COVID, right? Yeah. So COVID kind of sped shit up too, because I don't remember none of 2020 for real, for real. <laughs> no, I feel like none COVID of it. Was like ruined the whole time thing in general. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, 2020, we were cruising around in the car lot. Mm. I just remember 2020, 2020 we was in our, our DTF Yeah but we were mobile most of the time Right we had just come back For a little bit and then We started at DTF 2021 flew yo yeah. That was 2020 I know How long have we been, how long have we been in here How long have we been doing it uh, at, at HQ uh, Earlier this year right it was after my brother died. That we started in HQ? 
Yeah, because I didn't buy. I had the. That's when we really had opened it up for people to come podcast. So what? April. No, Phil started his show in April. We when did we start our joint? We ended from DTF on my birthday, June 9th. Really? We did my birthday. Yeah, I feel like we've been in, in HQ for a minute. Damn. It hasn't even been six months. What's no. HQ? So we had moved from where we were at um at DTF Radio okay. and we kind of moved where um Katie has her own podcast studio. Got it. And so we kind of went over there and we started recording there. Cause it was just easier for everybody to get to. Even when I had when I had my car, it was easier for me to get to than it was for for DTF. But um, so we just started recording there, and that was kind of like our hub for everything. Where Katie had her shows come in, and they would record yeah. there and things like that. So that's how that worked. Yeah, we chilled. We 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 cook. Right, we chill out. We smoke. You know what I'm saying? Have a good time. Whatever. We so we be playing the we now. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we doing all that. So that's really cool. Do you like your new studio better? It's more, I think, because we have more autonomy over it. Mm. You know, it gives us more of a way that we can expand. Like Mikey bought lights. So right. yeah, I got like the lights and stuff, so like she could change the colors and whatever. Especially when she's doing, you know, when she's doing photography or whatever, she can do that there with the lights and then have different things. You want to shoot videos and things like that. You can do that. Like, it's a, it's a hub for, like, whatever you want to do creatively, really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far as podcasting and, and, you know, things like that is concerned, like. That's awesome, Ivy. Yeah. That's really cool. We try, you know. Yeah. And you guys are based yeah, in New York, right? Yeah. Yes. We're in New York. Queens. Queens. Awesome. I love Queens. Yay! Not everybody does, so. (laughs) The food. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Queens Queens is the literal melting pot of New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll go anywhere in Queens and you'll find all different types of people, different types of, you know, foods, things like that, like. So. I lived in New Jersey for a while, and I would travel, because I went to school at the New York Film Academy, so I would travel wow. from New Jersey to New York, and um, I would always be in Queens, and my friends would live there. Yeah, it was a good time. We lo- I love Queens. Queens don't like Queens, though. Because <laughs> you go to one side of Queens. So, Mikey lives about two hours via public transportation away from me. Oh really? Like an hour, like an hour and a half. Like an hour and a half. It's actually not. It's not that. It's not that long Wait, for me to get. Huh? You're in Queens too. Yeah. It takes you an hour to see each other. She lives because she lives on on the north, like northwest part of Queens, and I kind of live like northeast. But you have to go like to get to where she has to go. You kind of gotta go to like the middle of Queens and then go back up. Yeah, yeah it's that's weird. crazy. Yeah, driving to her is like twenty minutes, not even. Oh, okay. From from where I am, but on that public transportation, it's like it's really, Katie. I'll be honest with you, it's really it's really like it's really like an hour and ten minutes too. Depending on the time of day. 
I don't know. You make it sound like longer. No, but it, it coming at that time of night, it will be. You know what I'm saying? Like at that time, but like during the day, it, it never used to take me that long to get over there when I was doing community service. It's like an hour, like an hour and a half at most. Thinking about it, huh? Do you guys drive? Yeah, I just don't have a car. Spend my car is my car. I got into an accident a few months ago, and my car got towed. Oh so that's horrible. Yeah, right around the corner from the house, I was so upset. It was so bad. Yeah. Really, it was bad. I mean, looking looking back at it now, I probably could have gotten it fixed, mm. but the car was old. It was a two thousand and five. Yeah. So when yeah. insurance got to it, they was like, well, the damage caused more than what the cars were, which I got. But I mean, that didn't mean that it couldn't have gotten fixed. Yeah. So I kind of jumped the gun and just let insurance take it instead of just saying, all right, I could just sit here and then save the money and then get it fixed. Because it's probably, the car probably wasn't even worth $600. Mm. You know, but the damage was probably 2000 3000 Got it. So I already put that much into the car anyway. So if it was just structural damage, I could have just done it. Well, and I was just, I had thought about, I I had like thought about that shit like after the car was gone. I was like, you know what? I really could have just had the car fucking parked until I was ready to fix it. Yeah. But I feel like New York, it's not necessary to have a car. It's not until you need to get somewhere, until you need to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're like, yo, I need to be here at a certain time. And public transportation runs funny or, or whatever it is, like you mean like you know, you're, you're, like I'll give you I'll give you a perfect example. When I drop my son off on Mondays, I drop him off at eight. Now if I didn't have to be at work at ten, yeah. Or if I would have to be at work at like like let's say if I had to be at work at nine, I'd probably just be cutting it close because the bus that I would have to take is always packed in the morning. So you'll get three or four buses that just zoom by. And then that bus doesn't really run as often as the rest of them. So it's like you're taking a chance. So if I had to be at work at nine, I'd probably just be making it there when literally on, once you get on the bus, it's a 10 minute, it's a 10 minute drive on the bus. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not a long drive on the bus, but it's, it's not walkable to get to where I have to get. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a nice little bus ride, but. It's like that's that's when you ha- you start having the trouble. That's when you start running into the trouble, and when you have to be somewhere and you had to do something earlier, and you're trying to get somewhere and fit in time. That's when you're like, damn, man, I wish I had a car because then I could just move how I want to move. But isn't the traffic out there so bad that like it'll take you long anyways? No, nah, it's it's not. So I was just explaining this to somebody else because I also lived in um Atlanta. And Atlanta traffic is way worse than yeah. New York traffic. And I say that because um, in New York, when you're on the highway, you could get off at any exit and take a back street anywhere you want to go. Got you can it. get you can get to uh, through Brooklyn and Queens with, without taking a bridge or without you know what I'm saying, taking the highway. You yeah. take the back streets, you know, to get through Brooklyn and Queens. Um, you can't do that in Atlanta. So when you're stuck in traffic, you're stuck in traffic. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're you're done. That's it. Like you have to sit in that until you're stopped. You can't get off at this exit and try to take a back street around and it doesn't work like that. And and I don't feel like the traffic is bad. I feel like 
during rush hour it is. But after that, traffic flows. Oh, yeah, right. you got no, you're good. Awesome. Yeah, I got it. Got it. So, guys, we are, because we are running low on time, um, Mike oh. ended up having to switch the double day, bro. Okay. All right. Okay. Did you hear what happened in Arkansas with the woman? In Arkansas? With no. the tip and the restaurant wanted to only give her 20%. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At the restaurant. Someone give me a rundown because I haven't heard of this. Okay, so basically, this this girl works at, at a restaurant, okay. and she had a there was like a party. It was a party of what, like twenty two people, or something like that. Okay, something like that. Okay. And her and another girl were the only two to work the party. She ended up getting a twenty two thousand dollar tip. Twenty two thousand, right? Uh, twenty two thousand. I think her and the other server. Both got twenty two thousand, which amounted to like forty four, because they kept saying forty four, and I was like, they keep saying forty four in the article, but then in the article they're saying twenty two. Oh but God, um, I think both of them had got a twenty two thousand dollar tip. Wow. The, the the um the owner, the the guy that ran the restaurant, made a big deal. It was like, oh, she did such a great job. Look at the amount that she got. Bam, bam. Ten minutes later, he was like, well, you have to share this tip with everybody in the restaurant. What? And she was like, "No, I'm not doing that." And she's like, "You're only get you're getting twenty percent of it, and then the rest is going to be divvied out to everybody in the restaurant." She said, "No, that's not happening." They ended up firing her, and now they're saying that they didn't fire her because she kept the money, or she didn't give the money. I like I don't know why they I don't know if they actually gave a reason why they fired her, but they said yeah. that wasn't it. They found the reason. Right, right. They said that wasn't it, but they found the, of course they're going to find the reason. And they'll probably say, oh, she didn't come at the work. Damn. That's probably what they'll say. Yeah, but that's what they did. Like, like they literally gave this girl in her hand $22,000. Oh, my gosh. Oh, how annoying. So they go and say here that their tip policy is 6% goes to the bartenders, 2% of food sales go to the kitchen, and 1% of food sales go to the server assistants. Right, that doesn't that doesn't amount to twenty percent though. That she did like add all that up. That's twenty percent there. So why is she only getting twenty percent? Because they wanted to take her money. Right, like that's wrong. And she said it herself. Like we normally don't tip share, so we don't tip share. Like I've never. She's like I've been here three years and I've never had to share my tip. That is so horrible. No, and that's that's the, the problem with public service uh, and food service. Like, it's either you're not getting enough, or when you get when you get more than what you normally get, they try to take it from you. Yeah, that's so, that's so gross. So wow. It we need to respect our food service because in the end of the day, they're the ones that are really going out there. They're serving us the food. Right. They work hard too. They work hard. They got to deal with now this whole COVID policy, which in reality, they have to wash their hands. They have to do all that. But they still got to make sure now every day that when they're in contact with you, that they're not getting sick. Yeah. Like, just fucking leave them alone. Like, the restaurant makes their money off the sales of the food. Mm-hmm. All right. You shouldn't be, 
you only give the tip to the people that actually work the party. Right. So I agree. Forty four hundred is two waitresses, girls. That's what you get. Yeah. It's messed up. Plus, like the dishwasher in the back, he probably wasn't. I feel like the server has to be charming. They have to really entertain, kind of, you know. Right, right, right. I give a good tip when my server brings me some extra food, entertains me, sits down, talks to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good tip. Right, she worked for it. Yeah, she deserves. And the dishwasher in the back, even though he's working, um, it, it doesn't. They're not pulling the same weight. Right, right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, that was trash. That was trash. Like, I can't believe she did that. <laughs> yeah, what a horrible company. And yeah, I'm, that's trash. I who got that much money to just, like, throw it on some waiters. Like, that's crazy. Right. I mean, well, I think they said, I think they said everybody that was at the party gave $100. Oh, wow. Or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Something like it, it amounted up to like twenty two thousand dollars, right? It was twenty two thousand or twenty two hundred. Twenty two hundred. It was twenty two thousand. It's twenty two hundred. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, that makes more sense. I feel like I feel like they kept saying, I don't know. It, that's still a whole lot of fucking money. It is. Shit, for a night, you made all that in a night. For a night, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. For sure. My my beautiful guest, thank you so much for coming today. Yeah, Kevin, it was such a it was such a dope time, bro. Dude, I appreciate you, you coming through. Have such a special chemistry and you guys are going so many places. Let me start off Mikey, you're so well spoken. I like the fact that you're you. asking me questions. I also, your your energy is just awesome. And Ivy, you're such a sweetheart. And I really appreciate talking to both of you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. I had such a great time. You guys are so professional. Yeah, I loved it. And we also got to yeah, thank you doing the TikTok for our man's live Johnson. Facts, facts. Dude, that song is fire. That song is really good. Yeah. Thank you so much. If you could share it with some friends, have them do the challenge too. We would so appreciate it. Awesome. I'll let, I'll let my people know. Yay! Yes, yeah, so, for sure. Um, awesome, guys. Make sure you guys check out Grease 305. It, it will come definitely. out. We're going to get the licensing. It'll blow up. And when it does, this podcast, this right here, this video will blow up too. Thank you. Uh, I did, yeah. But in the Thank meantime, you. where can they follow you and, and know more about you? At Kevin Envy on all platforms, K-E-V-I-N-E-N-V-Y. And then on YouTube, it's Kevin Black. So YouTube.com slash Kevin Black. Kevin Black, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, once we stop recording, don't go so we can take a picture together. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> we can Mike, do that for sure. Mikey, where can they find you, sir? Well, you know, you can always find me everywhere at underscore heel classic. Uh, all my music is on all streaming platforms, so y'all know. Go check Michael Bostic and you'll see everything. Uh, my EP is just about done. One more, one more little song I gotta finish up. Is this R and B? R and B. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna start the mixing and mastering phase. Well, hopefully, 
um, the top of the year, maybe February in time for Valentine's Day, I'll be ready to drop. Oh, on Valentine's Day, you trying to yeah. you trying to have Scorpio babies? Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing better than Scorpio babies. I'm a Scorpio. Hey, there's nothing better than Scorpio babies. All day, all day, all day. Okay. All day. God help me. Um, well, <laughs> Michael's music comes with a warning label because bitches get pregnant. She yeah. keeps t- she keeps saying that people get pregnant. I mean, low key, I, low key. So to be fair, I've had people say they they got pregnant listening to my shit. So that I, you know, that that has happened. So okay, well, what, what song? What song? What, um, until the sun goes down. Um, um, tell me. Uh, bedroom. Bedroom. Um. Not so much tell me, but tell me, yeah, I, I, I can see that happening. Um, oh, definitely love until the sun goes down in bedroom. Definitely those two. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you all. All I want is you, maybe. All I want is you, maybe. My whole EP, like the, the middle three songs, the middle three songs are like. Yeah, you could. Okay. I could definitely see somebody getting pregnant off. Of. Oh my gosh! So the <laughs> So the Michael Bostic songs that will get females pregnant, um, bad. Okay. All I wanted. Okay. Nah. Uh. To and beyond, but that's more of a love. No, nah, I can't see that. And to infinity, and beyond, I can't see that. Oh no. Okay. Um, love you the way, just the way you are. Maybe. And love until the sun goes down, because the rest of them yeah. are the rebel, so you don't want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, no. Do you have any features in your EP? Nope. This one, I I'm not one hundred percent sure yet if I'm gonna have a feature or not. I, I I think I'm just gonna have this just be me. Yeah. Um, because I do want to kind of showcase more of myself in this um in this in this story that I'm telling. So right. yeah, I think it's just gonna be me this time. But I do have a feature in mind, so I might I might reach out. That's exciting! I can't wait to yeah. see it. Yeah, check check it out. Check it out. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna be walking around pregnant. So if you see me, so I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. All right. So next week is our Christmas episode. Yeah. I don't know what Mikey want to do for this, but um, we'll figure it out. Oh God! Okay. I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna have some fucking coquito, some fucking coquito, and, and some fucking some presents. Maybe I might have a present to open. I don't know. Why that sounds so wrong? <laughs> Everyone, you getting the gift of Mikey? It's a fact. Oh, I might sing some Christmas carols too. Maybe. See how I feel. He's gonna do it. But on that note, we are out. Bye, guys. See ya.